0: jet lag.
1: There's a good chance you may be suffering from it.
0: And it's all post-pandemic stuff.
1: Yeah, it's the exhaustion that people are feeling now that life is back to normal and we're socializing like we did pre-pandemic, uh we just don't have the stamina to do it like we used to.
0: Right. I think people are very excited that we're moving on, right? And uh but but at the same time, it's amazing how the past couple of years have affected our psyche right yes it's crazy it's it's absolutely not so it's a real thing if you're having a problem getting back into the groove when it comes to socializing
1: and it's like it went from nothing to everything and there was no ramp up there's no gray area in between it was just all of a sudden everything was back on
0: well, we, we thought we were headed this way last year at this time. Remember that? Yes. A year ago, when we were coming into the spring, we had the uh, the vaccine. People were getting vaccinated. Uh, we got our first dose in April, right? And then we were done the first week of yep. May. And then we were going into last summer and we were thinking, yes, here it comes. And then, No. A very. It doesn't. <laughs> it's
1: not this coming. time, is it real? Is it really it is.
0: normal? The, the funny thing, it's funny you bring that up because uh, scientists in the United States, if you it, and again, I do follow the news and I've been following this, are fairly confident now that we have reached a threshold of about a seventy-five percent vaccination rate in the United States, where we've all, where seventy-five percent have. At least received one shot. Okay. Uh, that's where we're at. Uh, they are confident that some of this other stuff that's happening around the world is not going to return to the United States like what they did in, uh, is it is is it Shanghai, China? Oh, no. Where they're in a hard lockdown again. We're talking millions of people. I mean, if not billions. It's insane. But they don't, again, they don't have... Uh, I don't. There, there. There some questions as far as vaccinations theirs being as effective as ours, and I, I don't know. And
1: didn't like everybody and their brother get Omicron? Yes. So or was it Delta? I don't know. Well, Whatever.
0: We've all had so. Either forehead. way. But social jet lag. They're saying that we are having a difficult time getting back into our routine, and I think uh, specifically the United States and like-minded nations, and you know, Western more civilized nations where we get out and we do things and we have big sporting events and we have huge get togethers and galas and, you know, in concerts yeah. and all of this stuff. It's uh, that, that, that Americans are, are actually having a difficult time. Some of us, not all of us, some of us adjusting to that social atmosphere again. And it's like a social jet lag. We need to get caught back up.
1: I am a very social person, but I have found that I, I'm pretty exhausted most of the time. And like doing things beyond my everyday responsibilities in life feels overwhelming most of the time.
0: For example?
1: Like going out and doing something, having dinner. Other
0: than work and doing things with the kids. Yes. Yes.
1: And I I find that on Monday mornings when we've spent the weekend just chilling at home, that feels good.
0: It does feel good. (laughs) especially now that you and i spend so much time apart
1: yeah it's nice to just have quiet weekends at home and i sound like i'm 75 years old or 95 years old maybe
0: so do you think you're actually experiencing social jet lag or is your life different due to a change in lifestyle?
1: It could be a combination of both. I had never heard the term social jet lag. And then I read it and I was like, oh, yeah, I could kind of see how that would happen or how it, you would feel. Like, I just can't get caught up on my socializing.
0: As you, when you sent me that article the other day, it, when I opened it up and started reading through it, I was like, I know exactly what they're talking about because doing what you and I did for, you know, over a decade. Uh, a morning radio show together. It did feel like we were just getting launched right back into it because I mean you're you're, you're living a, a fairly public life,
1: and I th- there was a lot of people that you and I know who enjoyed the slowdown that the pandemic forced
0: upon and, us, and so did we. I enjoyed it,
1: and we did too.
0: Yeah.
1: I got antsy about halfway through. Yeah, and, so, and right. miss the the events and the socializing. But then when restrictions got lifted and things were back to normal, I kind of went all out for a little while, right? With socializing and events and parties and grand openings and holiday celebrations and everything that came up, I wanted to go to because I was so happy to get back out and about. And now I'm like, oh, okay. I socialized a lot, and now I kind of need a break.
0: <laughs> you know i I uh, would say that coming back to work and hitting it full steam ahead on the the radio platform and, and contemplating that exact you know day that was coming prior to it even happening played a big part in my decision to kind of make a big change in my life. And I don't think it was I, I think is what happened with me personally was during uh, You know, a couple of years at home and a much slower pace of life. I had a lot of time to think and <laughs> I, you know, I am where I'm at and I'm, I'm not, I'm not hating it. I'm not, I'm not kidding when I say this. I'm probably feel better about where I'm at now than I ever have in my adult life. Really? Yeah.
1: Well, that says something.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm, and I'm about to quit my job on Friday.
1: Well, you already quit I, your I, job. Your I did. last day is Friday,
0: right? <laughs> right. You're right. not quitting your Let job. Me, right. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not walking into work and 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 exiting like Antonio Brown. Okay.
1: Although I know, but, although I thought
0: about it. No, I. But uh, I'm Thursday or not Thursday, but Friday morning is my last day. Uh, in radio after almost 3 decades. You know, I was my that was my career in my adult life from my 20s into my 50s.
1: It's wild.
0: <laughs> now you think about that, right?
1: Mine started when I was 19.
0: And I'm just like it just
1: ended in January.
0: Right. I'm t- I know. It's bananas. It really is. So, do I have a little Social jet lag. I don't know if it's that or if it's just I don't want to do it anymore.
1: You're much better at moderating your invitations.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're, you're
1: more selective than I am. I tend to like right. if there's if there's something that sounds remotely fun, I'm all you're in, in.
0: You're in, right? And you have a, you have I think a more difficult time saying no.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah,
0: I will tell people. Like no. I'll, I'll
1: say yes because I feel bad saying no, and there's a lot of research and stuff out online that says. That's really bad. Yeah, because then you don't have healthy boundaries, and people always expect things of you, and they take advantage of you, and they take advantage of you. Yeah. And when you say yes all the time, they know that you're gonna like be there to to be there. <laughs>
0: and and here's another question, and it goes back to a a, a a discussion we had a few weeks ago about drinking. How many of those social events that people are are having a, a tough time? readjusting to were always just based around and and a reason to go drink.
1: There's a lot of that too.
0: And I think a lot of people found that out and they were like, well, on second thought. (laughs) (laughs) Probably just going to stay home in my stretchy pants. No, but I mean, but I I think social anxiety is a thing for a lot of people that didn't necessarily embrace the super social life prior to any slowdown.
1: And those people are probably hating on the back-to-normal situation. Because I
0: remember when, uh, you know, go back a couple of years when the lockdowns started, I remember some introverts that are friends of mine who were living their best life. They're
1: like, oh, (laughs) this is how you do it. Right.
0: They were like, this is fantastic. (laughs) Let's just keep this going.
1: And I was the one scheduling like a Zoom happy hour every two hours. We're going to hop on Zoom and talk to some people because I haven't seen people.
0: Right. Right. That was a big thing. It was funny because... Just, I would say, last September, when it was a turning point for a lot of families, because it was going to be the first year back in school, right? Where what we thought was going to be somewhat normal, anyways, and uh, a lot of people went back to the office for the first time, and then came the uh, all of the work events that came with it.
1: And the Great Awakening,
0: and the Great Awakening went right,
1: or the Great Resignation, whichever you prefer, but they went hand in hand to right about that time period, and I don't think that's an accident, right? So, or or a coincidence.
0: So, if you have had a difficult time readjusting to social experiences, or or perhaps you just have found yourself with with a different view of them, right?
1: The hardest part is balance for me. It's being selective, not saying yes to everything and picking and choosing what I really want to do, right. not what I feel like I should do. So I think that's probably the key for me to balancing and I don't know alleviating the social jet lag.
0: You're you're one of those people who I think is constantly looking to please the people around her.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're, 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 you probably. you you
0: say yes a lot, right? I do. You do, yeah. And I think that you want to, uh, you don't want to say no. And you don't, like, for example, you know this about me. When we would have meetings at work and somebody would come up with an idea that I didn't think was stellar, I would let the entire room know that that was a dumb idea. But
1: <laughs> that's not necessarily.
0: I, I. Well, I know, but that was just the way I was for years in radio because I couldn't stand, I got to a point where I just couldn't listen to the ideas anymore. <laughs> because. I know. No, I'm, listen, let's be honest here. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm saying that's the way I was because I got shanghaied into so many stupid things that I couldn't take it anymore. I, and I was like, I can't be part of that. That's not a good idea. And that was, not. you know, bad ideas are born of and fostered by people who aren't really that smart. <laughs> so say something. Otherwise, you're all going to pay the price. But this
1: this is about going to social events. Well, that's what made that's what gave you're me just social saying, like, anxiety. The, the no, you're just
0: saying the no, the word no. Well, a lot of that would involve me being somewhere in public. Oh, no, sure. Right? And I'm like, "No, that's a, that's not a good idea." <laughs> and thank God I don't have to sit through any of that ever again. Yeah. Right, I'm gonna start coming up with some doozies for you. (laughs) Just
1: like, come on, meeting, right?
0: (laughs) So, if you found yourself in a position to where you think you need to, you know, adjust again when it comes to your social life, because it's hard to just come. Although we've had about eight months now, right? We have, and seven or eight months going back to late last summer when I think would when
1: numbers are hard
0: for me. right. But then, you know, the thing about it is through the winter, we were still still dealing with Omicron.
1: And, if, you know, there were some that events that happened, some right? didn't. But now when an event gets put on your calendar, you know it's going to
0: happen. Uh, absolutely. The so. days, the, if you're at all worried about going back to the days that we were experiencing two years ago, don't. It'll never happen again. And that was, again, I have to say this, nobody knew how to handle that type of a situation because we hadn't been there before, but that's not, they won't do that again. There was, and and listen, don't at me because I, I, I realized we were all in the same boat, but we may have, you know, overreacted a bit because we didn't know. We didn't know. We didn't know. And that, so that's, that's where we're at. And we'll just leave that at that. So if you're feeling anxiety as you have to get back out and get involved socially again, you're not alone. It's a real thing, and it's called social jet lag. Speaking of adjustments and getting back to somewhat of a normal life, I've had to make some serious adjustments over the past eight weeks.
1: You have. Would you like to talk
0: about that? It has nothing to do with the pandemic either or or coming out of it. (laughs) Here's. Let me set the table for you. We were together for a little, for, for 11 years.
1: We worked together.
0: We worked together. We did a morning radio show together for 11 years. We were together all morning, every morning. Uh, then after that, we prepped the following day. Uh, we worked our social media and our web stuff all together. And then we came home, we got the kids, and our only time apart during the day was usually running some errands or if you met girlfriends and did something like that. Other than, other than that, I would say we spent at least twenty hours a day together.
1: Accurate, at, at least. least,
0: at least, probably twenty-two on some, on a lot of days.
1: Did you? And eight weeks ago, I got a new job. Yeah, away from radio, and not, not in a
0: bad way, but away from yeah. you. right, right. No, but I we mean,
1: work, now we work in different places. But uh, have you? Did you notice anything missing?
0: Yes, it was my organized life because anytime. <laughs> Here's literally what would happen. I would get up every day when you would get to the studio because we would drive separate vehicles because once we were done with work, you would run some errands and we had the kids and it was this and it was like, you go do this. I'll go do that. We'll get, we'll get ready. Uh, But normally when you would get to the studio in the morning before we would go on the air, I would say to you, what's on our schedule for today?
1: Every single day.
0: Literally. That's exactly what happened. If if I didn't have you at that point and I wasn't prepared, if you would have just vanished, if you would have just disappeared and slipped through t- some time-space continuum and left this universe, I would have just gotten in my car in the morning and cried because I wouldn't have known where to go. O-
1: only because you didn't know where to go? I had no- that's the only reason you would have cried?
0: <laughs> of course not. I would have missed you as well.
1: Okay,
0: just chicken. But- The reminding me of how much I would miss you would be the fact that I didn't know what the hell was going on every day, right?
1: (laughs) You would miss me all the time because you would never know where you were supposed to be. But kind of by, like, being forced, you had to learn how to manage your calendar.
0: I did. I did. So anyways, the other day I was so proud of myself because uh, our youngest had an early pickup from her school. And uh, for whatever reason, she's a speech competition. Okay. Cause she was just coming off spring break. yeah. Uh, and, and I was thought to myself, I'm like, are you kidding me? Now what? Right. But anyways, and I had a, a an actual notice sent from the school a while back and I put it on my calendar. God, that is so impressive. So when I got to school to pick her up, she's in pre-K by the way, her teacher said to me, now don't forget Tomorrow is early pickup. And I and I right away I said, I've got it on my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> and I was it felt Did you feel so cool? It felt so good to say that because I had never put anything.
1: Isn't it nice on my to calendar. know where you're supposed to be?
0: Well, yeah, I just throw it in my phone now, right? On yeah. my I, might, I yeah. I'm like that that works so slick.
1: Imagine. If- so now
0: today and so now when I get up every day, I just hit that little button. And, it, and my whole schedule is right there. It's absolutely brilliant. I think this is the first time in my adult life that I've been this organized.
1: How did you function before? Before me, how did you function?
0: Uh, I was doing afternoons. And uh, again, <laughs> there will be, there's people that can testify to this, but I would walk by the front desk and I would ask <laughs> whoever the current receptionist was. What's on my schedule today? Oh, ex. I know. And and they and they were and, and there was literally I know, but that's exactly what what I cuz I didn't I was like I didn't pay any attention. And usually my schedule played along with everybody else's on the you know, on the station in the building and it usually had something. I didn't have a lot of like really important things going on cuz I was single. Right? I suppose. So it was just yeah, I just got up literally in the morning showered, got dressed, come stumbling in at about noon, one o'clock in the afternoon because I was doing afternoons, right? Three so you to,
1: worked late in yeah, the day. Th- three
0: to seven, and then I would do production and stuff after that. And especially when I was younger, I was, you know, we would go out and we'd have a good time at night and I would just sleep in every day.
1: With no regard for your calendar. None,
0: none. So, well, I'm
1: really proud of you for, because right. I got the text from school and I sent a message to you and I was like, oh crap, I didn't have this in my calendar School's out early this day. I can try to pick her up if you can't, blah, blah, blah. And you were like, oh, I already had it in my calendar. And I was like,
0: what? If this makes you feel any better, I get those text messages too. And I was so disappointed initially because when I got the text message, I wanted to reply with, I already knew that, but I couldn't. It was only stop to stop getting these text messages. You were going <laughs> oh, to reply Oh, yeah. School? I was going to be like, I know that. You guys sent this it's out. in my calendar. Yeah. You you told me this a month ago. Because I was I so proud wait. of myself for actually knowing.
1: I can't wait for the day that you send me a calendar invite for something.
0: I know. Because gonna... I used
1: to send them to you all the time, and you would just ignore them, and it made me want to scream.
0: I did that for with a lot of people in the office, though. So. Oh,
1: it's so rude. I'd
0: be like, I'm I'm not clicking on it. Oh, salespeople intentionally, because I had no intention of ever getting back.
1: To oh, that's so rude. So I can't wait for the day you send me a calendar invite, and I ignore it. <laughs> Are it's you, gonna it's
0: gonna you, be like redemption. Is that it's gonna, gonna feel so good? Is that gonna be your moment?
1: Well, I'll only be able to ignore it for like fifteen minutes and then I'll be forced to reply because I can't stand because <laughs> it would drive outstanding you, invites or emails.
0: It would drive you absolutely nuts.
1: I it's just wild that you went so long without keeping track of a schedule. I know. It really baffles me because I live and die by my phone calendar. Right. Now I'm on Outlook. I used to be on Gmail, but now I'm on Outlook at my new job. And I just, everything goes in there.
0: I can't believe I made it till about 2010 without any real structure. I didn't, I didn't have it. The past 12 years, I've learned the past 12 years. Congratulations. I've learned a lot, right? But I think a lot and I will say this and I will admit this. I think that's a, a problem that predominantly men have. Have you ever seen? And it
1: depends on the kind of
0: work you do, I think. Dude, well, no, listen. You've heard Jim Gaffigan's bit on this. He's one of my favorite comedians. Oh, because he's
1: hilarious. I don't think I've heard the calendar one.
0: He's so into family stuff, right? And that's what he, he concentrates on. And by the way, he's going to be at the Minnesota State Fair this That'll year. Be fun. I, I thought that was a great get for them. But Jim Gaffigan talks about he does a bit about how his wife has everything in the calendar and he always asks her what's what's going on or when is this or what, you know, uh-huh. and she just looks at him like he's lost, like he has two heads. And then she says those famous two words or three it's in the calendar. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what are you talking about? <sighs> Honestly, I bet there's a lot of guys, more guys than not. You that, think? That do not use their calendars.
1: But how do you know if you have I a mean, work meeting? I uh, don't keep track of people's work meetings.
0: No. Well, you did when I was when you were when you we were doing the show together. Yeah, you lucky. Because duck. We, we were at a lot of the same stuff.
1: And sometimes you would have a meeting that was that I wasn't at for whatever reason. Right. You'd be like, Do you know what time that meeting is? And I would be like, <laughs> No. <laughs> Good luck, pal. I know.
0: I'd like to believe I'm not the only man who has had that problem because it's a problem.
1: I think you were very pampered. It's
0: it's an issue. (laughs) It's for sure an issue. But
1: But you're doing so well. I'm really impressed.
0: I was very proud of myself.
1: With your out of necessity, your calendar keeping skills have improved dramatically. So, So
0: that was like one of the highlights of the last few weeks for me was being able to go, I know that. Because it's in my calendar. When I got to, when I got to say that to Clara's pre K teacher, I just felt so. I'm like, I don't know if she knew how good it felt for me.
1: Probably not, because she probably keeps the calendar pretty regularly. And she was <laughs> you like, "You think? Congrats." I
0: I don't know. I don't know how she does it because every day when I pick Clara up, I'm thinking to myself, "God, do I have everything?" Or when she gets home, I start digging through her bag. And then I thought, like, you know, did, did you come home with everything you went to school with? It's that type of thing. Then I thought to myself, how do these teachers wrangle I 23 of these every day at the end of the day and get them with everything they need to get home and start fresh?
1: They're superheroes. They
0: must They must be. They
1: actually are.
0: They literally must be because I don't know how they do it. There's. It's got to be some kind of a miracle. It has to be. because,
1: pre- Especially when they're... Five years old,
0: four and five year olds. It's pre K. These are some of the most disorganized individuals They're on the planet. So cute, though. I know they are, and I understand that we have one living with us. But you want to talk about disorganized? That's you always ask me. Find somebody more disorganized than yourself. Somebody in pre K, a four or five <laughs> years old. Four or
1: five year old. <laughs> that's
0: that sounds about right. But that's the honest to that's, god truth. That is the honest to god truth. Good comparison. So with three, no four days with today. The next four days, my final four days in my radio career, uh, I finally reached this point.
1: <laughs> this is Congratulations. I can't believe I'm,
0: I'm, I'm admitting this, but basically I went through a 30-year radio career with no organizational skills whatsoever. And I did
1: hives to even think about. I'm getting itchy and I, sweaty over here.
0: I know. I don't know how I did it. I honestly don't.
1: Do you, th- and this might be a good conversation to get. Into more in depth tomorrow, but have you heard the term mental load?
0: I've heard that, but in what re- in what so
1: it capacity it's, are you using it's it? It's about uh, moms or women
0: who kind
1: of take on the brunt of the mental load in the home.
0: I think most do
1: with scheduling doctors' appointments and arranging birthday parties and just all of those tasks that happen right. that nobody really thinks about like how they happen and right. it's and mom is doing it. But I feel like over the last eight weeks with kind of our dynamic changing with me working eight to five in an office and you doing school pickups, I feel like some of that mental load is starting to get placed on you. And I don't know if you feel it or if you are just adapting or what, but that, I think that might be a more in-depth conversation too.
0: Yeah, I think I'm just uh, kind of adapting on the fly here. And, and, and that's even going to change further here in the next yes. few weeks, right? Because in four days, <laughs> again, it's it's hard for me to even say it. I'm like, it, it's is that it? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> but it is for, for now. now. For now it is. That's for sure, right? I know that. So, yeah. Uh, maybe I'm uh, entering a, oh, God help me, forgive me for oh using this. Am I entering your, are you ready? Because I know ah. you. <laughs> Am I entering a new season of life? (laughs) Does that make you feel good?
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) I hate that term because my sister always used to use it.
1: I know, but it and I'm like, I don't want to hear about.
0: I don't. Well, seasons of life for my sister were her boyfriends.
1: I know, and they went pretty quickly. And they
0: were she shuffled through boyfriends and husbands like it was. They were on a shelf at Target. And I'm like, geez, how do how do you keep doing this? But do you
1: see how you could apply that term to your life?
0: Right, because it. Is going to be. I literally. A season. It's going to be. Yeah, it is. But I don't know why it's weird. And I, I mentioned this earlier, but it's weird how calm I am about it.
1: It is weird, isn't it? Because I'm pretty calm too. Yeah, and that's I've, not. Well, I think t- that's typically my d- demeanor.
0: Well, you and I leaving radio was not an overnight decision.
1: That's probably why we're so chill because nope. we did. It, it was something that we had talked about, uh, thought ye- about, and planned for for a long time.
0: I can go back to last spring, a year ago. And you and I had a lot of discussions with each other. And then before the kids went back to school, we had another Mm -hmm. pretty... I mean, it lasted for a few weeks where we were like, what do we want to do, right? Where do we want to be at the conclusion of this school year?
1: And then we started taking a line to action. Yes. Which is a phrase that I love.
0: Yes. I I, I mean, I, I tell you, once... You see all the opportunity that's been hiding in plain sight. And then you get motivated enough to seize it. It's a it's, good it's, feeling. It's life-changing. It really is. And, opportunity
1: uh, is everywhere. You just have to be paying attention.
0: And, and and there are things in your life that will hide that. And for me, it was the same routine of going out and hitting the cocktails and the happy hours. And, you know, that type of stuff. But I was just not paying any attention to what was going mm-hmm. on around me. So... Yeah, I'm I'm more organized. I have an overwhelming sense of calm and I cannot quite figure this out, <laughs> but our lives are changing dramatically and I feel really good about it.
1: That's all you need to know. But
0: isn't that weird? Are the star, are the stars aligning? If let me tell you something, when you start noticing that stuff it's weird. You did bring up Listen the Eagles to thing. You. you did bring up the Eagles thing, right? Yeah. Didn't I we talk about, about it that yesterday? yesterday morning. Yeah. It was weird because when we went and seen that show in the fall of 2019, you said, I bet someday they're gonna wrap this up right back here at the same location and it'll conclude right here. Done.
1: And it is. And it is Memorial back, Day weekend.
0: Yeah, back at the MGM in Las Vegas <laughs> at the same spot we saw the whole thing start, right? And they've been on, and they've been ac- like across the globe with with the tour. It's been three years. Obviously there was a huge delay there for the pandemic, but uh, they've been hot on it for a while now and they're going to wrap things up.
1: Right where I said they would.
0: Right where you were hoping they would, right? Uh, before we wrap up today, I because you and I are kind of, like, entertainment, like, we, we follow the, the industry, right, still. Uh-huh. We did, we, we, you used to a lot more.
1: I used to have a lot more time. In, in eight weeks,
0: I have actually <laughs> moved ahead of you as far as knowledge when it comes to what's going on in Hollywood. Huge. Yeah. I mean, weird. I watch
1: the red carpet and some of the Academy Awards on Sunday night, and I wa- I follow a lot of celebrity accounts on Instagram, so I've seen a lot of the after-party outfits, too. But that's about where my knowledge starts and ends. Right. Is what did they have on?
0: Right. We, and again, we're like most people. When I think of all of the movies nominated for Best Picture, I think I've seen one of them.
1: I don't know that I've seen any.
0: I did see one of them. Which one? Don't look up. Oh, wasn't that nominated for Best Picture? I think so. I think it was.
1: Yeah, I don't think I'd seen any of them. There Coda,
0: was... Coda, won. And from what I have understood, that
1: it looks really what good. I
0: understand. Rather, I think it's it's amazing.
1: I will say that Sunday night when that. Um, hearing impaired actor won best supporting actor yeah and they all did the sign language for applause right that was so powerful it
0: was cool that was it,
1: really special
0: and the and i love i mean that was one of those moments right and it's sad that it was overshadowed by what happened later and, and we a, had
1: already gone to bed yes
0: i did not see it live i'm not a big oscars academy award you know Watcher, I, I'm not really. So I'm, I, I do have an interest in it because I like really good film.
1: I uh, like really good outfits. being
0: in broadcast so. and, and the entertainment industry for 30 years. You could probably understand that, but apparently, while Chris Rock came out to present an award, uh, he had mentioned Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, who's Will's wife, and he made a comment about G.I. Jane Part Two, which was the movie that Demi Moore. Did years ago, and she shaved her head for it. And Jada Pinkett Smith was there with a bald head because she's fighting. Is it alopecia?
1: Yes, which is a skin disease that you stop growing hair.
0: Right, or your your existing hair falls out
1: first, yeah, and then you don't grow hair back. Don't grow
0: hair back, and it's a real struggle. And she's just gone
1: public with that very recently. Yeah, and that feels like really not something you should make
0: fun of. No, and I don't know if that's exactly what he was going for, but, I mean, it, my th- point is, at the Oscars specifically, and events like that in Hollywood, some of the comics that are hired to do this stuff are relentless. And it's it has gotten, and I agree with you, I'm not saying it was right, but it did not warrant the response that it got from Will no, Smith. No, the
1: whole thing is a, it,
0: is a mess. It it's really like- trashed up. What should have been a glamorous and classy night, it, it really did. It was it, terrible. It
1: wasn't a funny joke. It wasn't an appropriate joke. It was that appro- wasn't ne- no. it wasn't necessary to even remark on. But vi- to me, violence is never the answer. Well, like he, that and
0: that, that outburst was not called for. Yeah, he literally walked up on stage, and by the way, initially, if you go back and watch it, Will Smith was laughing at the jokes, and then he looked over and glanced at. Jada Pinkett Smith, who was not... And then he all of a sudden got a more serious tone. Yeah, just... And then he walked up there, he slapped him, and then he some very foul language followed that that was all on, got caught on, you know, the mics. Uh And it just turned into this ugly, ugly situation that, again, the the first thing I thought of was, oh, my God, what about all these people that were having their big moment and their big night, and then it's overshadowed by something like this. And it sucks,
1: because yesterday... That's all anybody was talking about. Like, right. What about what about the second actor in Academy Award history with a, a a hearing impairment to win a best actor supporting actor trophy? Right. Like what about the woman from West Side Story?
0: The, yeah. In the movie
1: West Side Story. Like what about those historic moments that happened? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Instead, we have to talk about
0: Hollywood that. elite making asses out of themselves yeah, again. That's it what did. it is. It did right?
1: overshadow. It's what sad. was up until that point um you know a a pretty special night for a lot of people in that
0: room and then sending the message that it does like this is the this is the response yeah, right yeah I
1: didn't don't like it I'm and we I don't, didn't see it live but
0: right well, yesterday's anyways, social
1: media was so annoying
0: it was that is all that anybody talked about yesterday and their social media memes are everywhere the memes now are, I
1: was up at five a.m on Monday morning
0: oh and God I, and
1: I had met. I had missed it, and I was yeah. like, "What are these Will Smith memes all over my Instagram feed?" And then I went and dug in further, and I was like, "Oh God, it's just, it was just fodder for people, right, all right. day yesterday." But
0: so that's past. Let's hope things. I, I don't. If if you're Will Smith, I would get some help. Yeah, because that's, that's just. I mean, it's pretty. Yeah, I understand. Unnecessary. If here's, he, he should have handled that. After the event, they were all going, I mean, he could have handled that in a completely different way. You don't go on national television and throw your little tantrum and go up there. Because worse things have been said, you know, by uh, the host comedians in regards to people that were actually attending. There has been worse things said in the well, past, and nobody reacted like and that. And you
1: see, like, oh, he was just standing up for his woman, it's like. Well, I don't like that argument.
0: But no, the feud between Chris Rock and, and Will Smith goes back years. Oh, it does? Yes. Yeah. That's not that's not fresh by any pardon the pun. <laughs> it's not by any means. Uh it was they've had some issues in the past, and I think this was just kind of one of those tipping moments. And I I think that Will Smith has a lot going on in his life, and he's talked about it. He uh on a serious note, his father was abusive and beat his mom, and he always talked about how he was a failure in life for never standing up for. And he thought at that moment that he could change oh, that he was going to stand right? up for his wife. So I don't know, and I, I really hate to criticize, but I, again, I'll say this, I, I don't agree with the response, but there's a lot to unpack with him that I think a lot of people don't probably understand. Well, if, there would have to be and when I, a when I,
1: reaction like that right. to come out on in that kind of and atmosphere. when I heard
0: that, I thought I kind of understood a bit. I was like, Oh, I there's I again know, But
1: that makes me even feel more sad because he was reacting with an altercation right. which is what he grew up. I seeing, know I know and that makes me
0: really sad. But as a young man who witnessed what he I did know, growing it's, it's up. Terrible. And then he had a. He felt like he had this moment had arrived again, and he would be a coward if he didn't. And do he had anything. the chance to do right. something, but so it was a confusing. I'm sure. Oh, well, it was just an. Ugly I don't like thing. any of it. I know I don't either, but it's it's over. Well, but I I just think that it's going to take him a while, if he ever <laughs> recovers from this. Yeah, and Chris, I mean, Chris Rock handled it like a champ, by the way. He really uh-huh. did. Just in his, he could have been much. And because he's got the tongue to do it, right? He's really quick witted and smart, but he kind of thank God
1: he yeah he let it stop yeah
0: he let it go he let it go and kind of moved on. And I was shocked at how well he handled it because there was a lot of people that were like that was fake. I was like it was not. If you watch it over and over again, you can see that by enough people around and what happened. It, well, I don't think it was. I don't and think it was either. That was legit. So, anyways, can we
1: end on a positive note?
0: Yes. Let's let's
1: a plus for the fashion. Everybody a played. plus Men, for women
0: the fashion.
1: Everybody slayed.
0: Who was the best dressed?
1: Uh, Zendaya. Zendaya, I'm too old to know how to pronounce her name.
0: <laughs> with what, the silver
1: sequin ball oh, gown shirt yes. and the crop satin button up. Oh my God, she was impeccable. She always is.
0: You made it a point to point her out.
1: Uh, and then um, Timothy Chameley with his no shirt and his what about, cheetah necklace.
0: What about Kristen Stewart?
1: Kristen Stewart in her Chanel custom Chanel shorts suit. Yeah. Yes. Wearing
0: short shorts. Yes, and it was, please. Yeah, it looked pretty good. I've always been a fan of hers, by the I way.
1: Like, I like it when people push the envelope and some people are like, oh, it was the Oscars. You couldn't have classed it up a little bit more? It's like, no.
0: They Just, did, though. Yeah, you, I, should
1: I thought put, they were- you should push the envelope and express yourself.
0: But I thought, I thought there was a lot of classy. I think there was classy. I, I thought you know? everybody looked I'm so phenomenal. That's one of the that's the reason you watch shows like that and other awards shows is you want the red carpet. Every year. What's everybody wearing? Yep. <laughs> All right. We will again. Well, we 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 appreciate your input on any of our subjects today. And remember, you'll find us online on our website, Georgeandjess.com.
1: Search George and Jess podcast on Instagram and Facebook and make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcast platform because then it will remind you every morning at 6 a.m. when we are live.
0: Yeah, Apple, Spotify, whatever. You'll find us everywhere.